Okay, so after all that, and our hearts are heavy, I want you to refocus a little bit and focus on what Brad talked about in the dream again, because we've all been through a difficult time. Before I get into that, I want to let you know some things that are going on with Deborah and I. On March the 20th, actually, Deborah and I have been gifted a trip for 40 years of ministry by a friend to go to Israel. And so we're headed to Israel, on, and we'll be gone for about uh, 15 days, uh, starting on the 20th. And so we've got some things lined up, and Austin's going to be preaching while I'm gone, and some other things going on. And so I'm excited uh, for them, but I'm also excited because I'm a little geeked out. Just to be completely honest with you, I'm, I'm just, this is a once-in-a-lifetime trip that I didn't know if I ever thought I would be able to take. So this is an opportunity that is just like crazy. And I promise you this, I will not bring back all those pictures and all the geography that you are so bored about anyway. But for me, it's a geek-out time. So just, just be aware of that, and I'm excited about that. Our new series, Dream Again. And when you think about exactly what Brad said, that... Over these past two years, the things that have gone on, the things that have happened uh, in our nation, the things that we have gone through as a congregation, and there's been this waiting. I just wrote down some words. There's been this waiting. There's been some type of fretting for many of us. We've invented, but we've also had to reinvent some things as well just to get things going and doing stuff. We've discovered, we've discovered a lot about ourselves, too, through all this, haven't we? And so there's a lot of those issues that we see in our own selves, and it's time for us, it's time for us to dream again. And I believe, I believe the reason I'm here today, and Deborah is here today, is because of a dream that this church had over six and a half years ago. A dream that you came up with, that you said, this is where we want to go as a congregation. And I believe that dream is something we need to recall, something we need to go back to. And my goal this morning is, is just to remind you, just to remind you of that dream this morning. And here's what I'd like to do. I, in order to kind of show, so I wasn't here when, you, when that dream was formed. I wasn't here. I came into the dream that you had put out that you wanted to be as a congregation. So, I came on, my first Sunday was July 17, 2016. July 17, 2016. Here's what I'd like to happen. I'd like for everybody here that came here, even if you're a guest today, you're here today, anybody that's here that came after that date, 2000, uh, July 17, 2016, if you would stand at this time, anybody that's here right now, that came after that date, if you would stand, some of you aren't standing, because I know, Zach, you got to stand up back there, buddy, okay? So, there are some other people, okay, so you, you look around, and there's a large portion of people that came after that day. So, you may sit down. So, thank you very much. And I want to remind you of something that uh, I want to share that vision today, but here's how I want to do it. So, on that day, July 17th, you handed me this book. Does anybody remember what this book is? Okay. Some of you remember what this book was. This book was the prayers that you wrote to me before I got here. 
okay? And I've read through this two or three times. What I want to do is just take some selections out of some of those prayers. I'm not going to say who they are. But I want to read a couple of these prayers about the dream of this congregation some six years ago for some. This was written on January the 10th, 2016. It says this. I pray in the name of Jesus that we, like Homa, be changed because of the forgiveness we have in Christ. Let us be a bright, shining light for our town to show them your love. Help us to completely surrender to your lordship over our lives. Here's another one written on that same day. I would like to pray with a humble heart for this church to become a more serving church in this community. I pray for a discomfort. I pray that we accept and work through this, heart, this discomfort to be your hands and your feet by serving others and, spending, and spreading your word while serving. I pray for new servants to step up and replace or assist those, those, those servants that you have in this church. I pray that you will teach us, teach us how to make that happen. Next one was written on February the 12th, 2016. You've shown us there is much to do in this community, and we have the servants to accomplish all we desire to do. Father, equip us to be a light in this city that illuminates our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Another one was written on that same day. Set Lake Homa's hearts on fire and help it to shine out to our community. Let us truly be fishers of men. We love you so much, Father, and want to do what is right. Show us the way. Give us the courage and strength to follow. And grant us wisdom to do your will. In your Son's name, amen. And then the last one I want to read to you was written on May the 15th, 2016. May we always strive to set aside I want in favor of we need. Change is so difficult for many of us. May we ever strive for unity to be one in Christ. May our lives glorify God and bring others to know Him. May our love for others, for all men, show Christ's Spirit in the world. May we never lose hope, always keeping our confidence of His mighty grace foremost in our minds. From the very beginning, since I've been here, this church has had a mission. This church has had a mission. And some time ago, right before all the pandemic, we took down some things that I want to resurrect today. And I'd ask Scott and Ryan if he would come up here at this time. And you can see I've got something up here, right? You know something's amiss. This is way past due for what we should have done many months ago. But this here, you can go ahead and let it loose if you want to. And uh, if you remember, we had, we had a mission. These were sitting on the side, but they were a different logo at the time. We've redone those to give you the new logo. And what I want to start again is the dream that you had from the very beginning when I got here. 
is to make sure that we do this, and that this is our purpose, and this is our mission, and this is who we are. So say it with me, because every week, that's what we used to do, and every week, we're going to continue doing that, because we don't want the mission to ever be lost. And we're going to put these back up here, and they're going to sit up here on each side. We thought about putting them up there, and they would work, but it's a little gaudy. So we'll keep them over on the side. But let's say this together. Ready? Love God, serve others, make disciples. One more time. Love God, serve others, make disciples. All right. Thank you. You guys can just lay them down there and just let them sit there. It stayed. Good job. Here's what we are doing. This dream is not our dream. Never has been. Because this dream is the dream of God. It's His dream. And to think that we are going on this mission alone is not true. God's already been on this mission. He's already on this mission. Our job is not to create a mission is to join Him in the mission He's already doing in this place. Our job is to partner with Him. Our job is to join Him on this journey of faith and dream His dream. And what is His dream? What is His dream? We are to join God in His dream, but what is His dream? There's a little passage in Psalm chapter 74, verse 12, that I kind of want to start with. It's not exactly where everybody would start, but it's kind of where I, it kind of grabbed me as I was studying this week. Psalm 74, verse 12 said, but God is my king. There it is. Start right there. God is my king. Do we make Jesus the Lord of our lives? Is he king of our lives? Is he the king? Is he the one that I answer to? Is he the one that I do what he asked me to do? He's king in my life from long ago. And here's what the king does. He brings salvation to the end of the earth. On the earth, he brings salvation to you and to me. What's God's purpose? God's purpose is all about saving people. That's what he does. He's all about wanting his image bearers, his image bearers, those that bear his image to come to a knowledge of the truth. Every single one of them. But he can't do it alone. So he has used his servants in that walk, in that journey, that mission of reaching out to others. And the question is, is are we going to join him on that mission? And I can tell you one thing that has happened in these past couple of years. The battle in Satan, Satan is in a battle for our souls. And that's what's been happening. Satan is a battle for our souls. And I know one individual, I know one who is much stronger than the evil one, right? We do. We know the one who is much greater and much stronger than the evil one, and he will overcome. He will overcome. And he needs servants. He needs us. 
In Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 17, the Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior. Mighty warrior. What did he say? He's with you. This mighty warrior, God who saves, this mighty warrior who saves, he is with us on this journey. He will take great delight in you, in his love. He will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. At Lake Homa, we're joining God in his work to love God, serve others, and make disciples. That's what we're doing. We're joining him in that work. And God has not given you, I mean, God has not left you without power to do that. God has given us the power for us to do this. Brad talked about it in his class this morning. But it's the power of the Holy Spirit that lives within inside of us. And I love Acts 2 that talks about this. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my Spirit on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my Spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. Is God, is God, is God seeing His people, His sons and daughters, do they actually prophesy today? And the answer to that is yes. You know what a prophet is? A prophet is one that speaks the very words of God that He put in their mouth. And every one of us have the ability to speak the very words of God that are put in our mouth when we know that those words came from God. So we have it. We have all the words of God. That's what Jesus said. Jesus said, I don't say anything without the Father telling me what to say. And we know the words of Jesus. And we know the words of God. And we can speak those. We can speak those because every single person in here is a prophet. Because we speak the very words of God. Okay, so there's a promise that comes with that. Here's the promise. Here's the promise. It's our dream is often forfeited by the promises that we don't, we don't use those promises. And they, all, they just become these unexpected, uh, they never come true. But there are promises for us to grab onto, to hold onto, as we're doing the mission that God has given us to, given us to do. There is that promise to each and every one of us. And I want you to listen to this, and we're going to unpack this is what we're going to do. Here's what it says in John 14, verses 12 through 15. Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. And they will do even greater things than these. Because I am going to the Father, and I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments. And you may say, whoa, 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 James, time out. That's John 14. See, that was Jesus talking to his apostles in that upper room. That was just meant for them. Well, let's read this again, because I think it says all who believe. Let's look at this again. What does it say? 
there in John 14. First of all, go ahead and put that A down. All who believe will carry on the Christ's work. In John 14, verse 12, it says, Whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. Let that sit in a little while. Let it just set on you. What's our focus? Who are we supposed to be? Who are you as an individual in Jesus Christ supposed to be? Whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. And you may say, whoa, 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 not me. I, I can't do. Do you know how old I am? Do you know how young I am? Do you know that I've got this? Do you know that I That's all. It, it says all. Everyone. Everyone will carry on that work. And so what does that do? That God's saying, I can use every single person to do my work. No matter their gifts, I can use the gift that you have. No matter your age, we can find things that you can do at your age. No matter what it is, no matter who you are, we can do the work that Jesus has called us to do. Every single one of us can. And you may say, well, I, you, all of us have give, been given a gift been given gifts to use for His glory. Listen to this in Romans chapter 12, verses 4 and 5. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same functions. So we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. another. We can use the gifts that God has given us as a body of Christ to take His dream out there. Take his dream out there, because this does not need to stay here. God's message does not need to stay in this room. It, stay, it needs to go out there. So let's make our dream God's dream, or make God's dream our dream. Let's make God's dream our dream. Here's the second thing. Here's the second thing in that passage of Scripture. The second thing is this. Through the power of the Spirit, listen, we will do something greater than the works of Jesus. And you're going, how in the world is that possible? I mean, Jesus healed all these people. He fed all these people. He did all that. I mean, all right, so let me, let me ask you. The Tipton Children's Home started in like two, 1907 as a children's home. Westview Boys' Home started after that. There's many other homes there. How many children have been helped by children's homes across this nation in helping children grow up to know the Lord, to know God? How many? You can do greater works than Jesus did in his three, three years of ministry on this earth. Okay, how many Bibles, how many Bibles have actually uh, have actually been given out across this world. Kent, do you know the number now? Billions? Billions. Again, you can do greater works than me, is what Jesus said. How many babies? How many babies have been saved by, from abortion due to all of the agencies around that have helped mothers and helped mothers find children, uh, families for those babies. 
How about the millions of mills, the billions, maybe trillions of mills that have been fed to people all over this world? And the many prisoners that have heard the gospel message. How many medical professionals have gone on medical trips and healed many, many people? As you can tell, the work of Jesus is greater now than it ever was when he was in there in Israel. It's greater now because he's using us as his servants to do his will. Galatians 3 verse 5 said this, does he who supply the Spirit to you and works miracles among you do so by works of the law, by hearing with faith? Brothers and sisters, we have heard by faith, and the Spirit is with us, and we can do this. We can love God, serve others, and make disciples. Let's make his dream our dream. Here's C. Here's C. Through prayer, we have access to Jesus, expecting when we ask, we receive. Again, this passage, and I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and what is it? Say the last four words together. Ready? I will do it. Did you get that? Do you believe that? Do you believe it? I'll do it. I'll do it. So, what's our ask? As a congregation, what's our ask? What are we asking for? And I believe we, as a congregation, need to get back to that asking, of that mission, that dream that we had so many years ago of taking the message of Jesus to our community, to the lost in this world. That has been who we have been and who we are. Matthew 7, verse 7 says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. So again, what is our ask as believers? And our prayers and the things we're asking for. Are we asking God to come and be with us and help us on our mission? Why? Because we want to make His mission our mission. Last, last, D. D. The presence of His power is verified by our love for Jesus. The presence of His power is verified in our love for Jesus. If, if, go to the next scripture, if, isn't it interesting that He starts with if, that conditional phrase, if, if you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. The power of Jesus is multiplied when we as a church, when we as a body of Christ, keep his commandments and do what he says. That's when we are one. That's when we're going down the right path because we are focused on our mission of what Jesus Christ has given us as a body of Christ here at Lake Homa, and we're joining him on that mission. We're joining him. Remember, we're asking him to be with us, but we're joining him on that mission. In John 14, verse 21, it says this, Whoever has my commands and keeps them, obtains them, possesses them, acquires them, is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. So how is Jesus showing himself to you today? And how can you be a part of his dream? His dream.
the dream he has for us in this congregation, not just me, not just you, not just a personal, but for us as a body. And you remember, when Jesus looked at churches, seven churches of Asia, remember? He didn't look at the people that were in there. He looked at the one. Each church was seen as one. We are one. We are one in Christ as a body of Christ that are in a mission for Christ out there. So, let's make his dream our dream. Let's stand.